Yo, 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 it's the PDOT Show. I'm your host of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast. Let's go! baby welcome 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 to an episode of the clear my fitness podcast episode number say i said it right this time i said it right this time it's, i said i said it right because say it again baby it's clear mind fitness baby it's clear mind fitness baby episode number 15 a healed man let's go hey welcome back welcome back welcome back welcome back man welcome back it feels so good to be back. Uh, I, I since I'm doing this on Streamyard now, I'm going. I'm recording this um, on a couple platforms. Man, I gotta say, the topic is called a, a healed black man, but I feel healed on many different levels. And another reasons why I feel healed is because I've been through some things. And after hosting and having a few classes on Clubhouse. And uh, hosting rooms and things like that, I have been uh, afforded to have that opportunity. But not only am I not just hosting classes or hosting rooms, but people are coming in and they're telling me uh, issues and traumas that they've had or still going through. And I look at it as a, a way for God to continue to help me help other people. And I'm. Um, I had a room the other day. It was about what's your purpose. And uh, it was about 200 people that were in the room over the course of four and a half hours. And those people poured into each other and just poured into situations where it was an amazing experience to to see that. And I got to tell you, man, what, what I've been doing for the last few weeks, I've been putting in a lot of work. I've been putting in a lot of work when it comes to, you know, hosting rooms, hosting podcast rooms uh, with work and home and, you know, everything like that is that. And I've come across a few men that look like me. This is getting to the point that in today's society, man, it's, it's, it's so much that's going on and so many things that men that look like me can't talk about or, you know, things that we can't get out we can't get out our feelings all the time. And there was, there was a, a part in the room where we, we all came to the understanding was that, you know, sometimes there's young men that you are told that you can't have feelings. Like you can't, um, you can't get your feelings out the way that you want to. You know, if you were to cry and scrape your knees, like, oh boy, get up. You're all right. And it's just like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm having an experience right now. And in, in the experience that I'm dealing with, you, you just close it off like as if I didn't just experience something, no matter what the size of it, it's still an experience. And you you start you start to realize that a lot of those experiences as a young man and just men in general and being black, too. It resonates with you because it's deeper than rap. Right. Like there are things that men like me don't talk about. And when I spoke about, you know, having polyps in my colon this past week in Clubhouse, on Clubhouse, um, it got real because it took me back to a place where it wasn't that it was, I didn't love myself. I didn't know who I was. There were a lot of things just going on that I didn't understand. And in order to become healed, you got to let things go. 
And I've had to let people go. I've had to let numerous people go. And I don't feel bad about it. I, I really don't. You know, there, there are things that I have been able to go back with the power of meditation. I've been able to go back and talk to 10, 11, 12, 13 year old Patrick because there are things that he didn't understand. And I just got older. So if you get older with problems, you, you still have that anger. You still have that 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 doubt, that wonder, like, why is this going on? Why is this happening? And um, going through that situation when I, I, I talked about, you know, having those polyps in my colon, because when I went to go have that colonoscopy and they poked that hole in my intestines, man, that that's a feeling that I'll never forget. And I've been shot, right? <laughs> 2008, I've been shot. You know, I have permanent nerve damage in my left leg. So I, I, I don't use excuses. You know, my mom always says uh, there are intentions and there are results. And anything else is an excuse. So I, I don't use that as a crutch. You know, I had an inguinal hernia surgery where they ripped my testicles open like a butterfly. I have no excuses. 2017, that, and that was in 2016. So 2017, you know, the colonoscopy issue happens. And mind you, that next day when I woke up, and this is all a part of the healing process, right? Because I, I had to, in order for what, what God is doing for me right now, I had to go through some things. I had to go six days with no food, no water, no ice, right? That's tough because of what I did to myself and what I went through with the colonoscopy. Like laying on the floor for three hours disabled while your daughter is just looking at you. She's talking to you, but you can't say anything. That's a real thing. And to know that I'm, I'm sitting here in real time on the floor thinking I'm dying in front of my daughter. Like, that's an unreal feeling. And I've been shot. Let me re- repeat that. Like, I've seen bullets fly at me. It was going towards me. I, you know, like, to know that I almost lost my life in front of my daughter, it was like, you got to go through some stuff, Pat, and you got a, you got a bigger mission uh, to handle. So I laid there in that hospital bed for six days because they told me they were getting ready to put a colostomy bag in my stomach, man. I'm like, I just couldn't. So I'm getting more in depth about what it is to go through a healing process because your body is one of the most smartest things in the world. Like you can do a traumatizing thing, experience to it, and then your body will refresh its memory. But yet and still, it's a computer uh, central computing system where it, it can remember what happened and it's trying to remember not to do that again. So that's a lot of times that that's your, your intuition or your, your, your insights. They try to keep you from doing things. But I laid it on that floor for three hours just looking at my daughter talk to me. She was three years old at the time. Farrah was three. I laid there on that floor for three hours. Couldn't move because the food that I ate the night before, I had almonds and peanuts because I couldn't eat anything heavy. So I, I kept it light. But those almonds and peanuts felt like little razor blades on the insides of my stomach. And I laid there for three hours. My daughter's looking at me, Daddy, what's, what's wrong? All I could move was my eyes, were my eyes. That's it. I couldn't do anything else for three hours because my, my, my neutral system had shut down because all of the almonds and peanuts were going through my body. It was just like little sharp daggers. It's a part of the healing process. I've been through some things, man. It, it's, it, it's not easy. Where I'm going right now, I can't take everybody with me. But if you look like me, 
you don't look like me or if you're willing to listen, I'm willing to take you with me. There are some life changing things that's happening for me right now. And I, I don't I never say things to impress you. I say it to impress your perception of what could be done. Right. This podcast started in John's grandmother's basement. Now I'm in 50 countries. I used to be 300 pounds. Now I'm 178. Blood pressure was 150 over 110 every single time I went to the doctor. Now it's 110 over 74. I help people lose weight. I help people learn how to run. I help people learn how to ride 100 miles on their bike in the course of a day. I I did that. I, I do those things. I ran a marathon with one month worth of training. I did that. I'm a regular person just like everybody else, but I do extraordinary things because I believe in myself. I love myself. And once you start loving yourself, you start getting that domino effect of positivity. And then the ones around you, they want to be a part of what you're doing as well. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful time. Like right now, I'm connecting people in all facets of life. And it's a beautiful thing. I love what I do. I love bringing people together. I love building. I love achieving things. And I love to repeat that process. Believe, achieve, and repeat. There's a, a little acronym that I, that I read upon this past week. It's called CPR. But you need people to cheer you. You need people to push you. But you also need people to keep it real with you. Keep it real with you. No matter what's going on, they got to keep it real with you. Don't be misguided and led on. <laughs> you know, that's, that's one of the things that part of the healing process is what I, I appreciate so much because I'm no longer the things that, that I used to consume. I'm no longer the things that were binding me and keeping me down. Like what's going on right now is that I am being afforded opportunities to change not only my life, but the ones that are around me. I'm very appreciative. Words just can't simply express how I feel and what's been going on for me as of late. It's all God's design is all divine design it's it's nobody but him i'm i'm simply just a vessel who has been blessed to go through a few experiences and 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 live to tell about it i'm just a vessel at the end of the day so when i when that doctor told me that you know we letting you out of the hospital patrick we gonna we gonna let you out but you know um you got to change some things with your life so i sat there in the hospital bed this is a part of the healing process this is why i'm a healed black man today God sat me down in that bed because every time that I ran away from my purpose, he sat me down in a hospital bed, 2008 hospital bed, 2012 hospital bed, 16, 17 hospital beds all the time. I ended up in the hospital bed. So now that I found my purpose and I've given my purpose power, I'm now touching the masses in places that I never thought I could. I'm being invited now just man, just to go speak. You're good at something. Somebody needs to see what you're good at, no matter what it is. Don't think about what's going on in other people's lives. That's the, the thief right there. You're, letting, you, you're still in a way, you're letting joy away in the process. That's what I want to say. You're letting joy away because if you start comparing yourself, like there are people who aren't my friends right now because they compared themselves to me or the ones around them compared them to me. Comparison is something that I've never liked. I've never liked, you know? There have been situations where I know people who had relationships and then they'll say, well, 
you know, their counterparts be like, well, you need to be doing what Patrick doing. Or he's like, whoa, 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 no. That's not good because this man might be doing some things for you that I'm not doing. So don't don't compare. You don't know what's going on. You just see what you like and that's all you see. You got blind blind loyalty to your narrative. That's not you can't heal if you have a blind narrative that's only your own. There's no healing in that whatsoever. So a part of my healing process is when I told God that I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give up the foods that put me in this position. So for six days, people came and visited me. People were talking, but it was just me and God for three days. And I was like, anything that doesn't align with my, my purpose, I have to let it go because it's a leech. And leeches are draining. And I was the host. And I'm no longer hosting leeches. That's like when you let them into your house and now you're depressed and you're in one part of your house. Now the depression is downstairs in your basement. But now you're so depressed, you go to your living room. Now the living room is sitting there with depression. It's not going anywhere because... You don't, you're not thinking like that. But now you go up to your room and you wonder why you can't sleep at night because depression is meeting you there every single night. Anxiety is meeting you there every single night. You're only upset at yourself because you can't forget the things that you didn't finish. Let's get back to healing. This is where we're at. This is the time. I feel so good. I feel so great because my mindset is the strongest thing that I have. It's the strongest thing that I possess. It's a beautiful time right now. I, I, I must say that... Uh, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good because what he's doing for me thus far is like what he's doing. I can't even say thus far. <laughs> I got to say everything that's just going on, I am very appreciative because I am putting myself into positions to win and for those to win around me. If you believe we can achieve, <laughs> and if we can achieve, we got to repeat. Let's go, right? I love you. and You know there's nothing you can do about that, right? Look, this this is I'm so happy and I'm so just taken back because once I gave up those foods, once I gave up, I lost 127 pounds. Right. But I also lost 127 bad habits. You know, it takes 21 days to to manifest a habit and break it. You know, you can say it, you know, but words are spell. So if you spell out that you're going to cheat, then you're cheating. Spell it out. That's just what you're doing. You can, you can, you know, cozy it up, make it look real pretty and call it, you know, a pretty truth. But it's just a bad lie that you're telling yourself. That's not healing. There's no healing in, in falsifying facts or, the, or falsifying the, your intent. You know what your intent was. I just told you before, like my mom always said, there are intentions and there are results. Everything else is an excuse. You had the intent on being great, but the result is something that you don't like. Well, what? What's your excuse? What is it that you can fix? What is it that you can do? Right? It's so often that we always ask what people can do for us. It's like, what you can do for people? What, like, add value. That's why I am successful in my endeavors, because I add value to wherever that I'm at. And if I can't add value, I'll find somebody who can. That's the power of communication. That's the power of networking. That's why I'm able to go into rooms and people are like, who is this guy? He did what? He lost 100 pounds. What? I've been saying the same thing on Facebook and Instagram for years. But now more people are seeing it. And they're like more intrigued. And they're like, this guy adds value. I had a phone call, a Zoom meeting this week. That's life changing. Again, I don't say things to impress you. I, I say it to impress your perception. 
because you don't have to have those those blind uh, narratives of your own. You know, most people live in realities in their mind and it doesn't match the reality of what's going on outside. That's not healing. You're not healing yourself by only falsifying the things that you that you deem worthy to believe. It's like, no, you don't have to do that. Because once you start off on that line, now you got to get a bigger one. <laughs> it's so funny about how, like, yo, you know, all about the healing process, because I had to heal myself from eating the foods that I was eating. I had to heal myself from all the people that were bringing me down. And, and I was bringing myself down. I, I'm pretty sure I was bringing other people down because I was a negative person. To me, at least I was. I wasn't being myself. A part of this healing process is something that is just, it, it takes time. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. It wasn't. And, you know, I see people who like to take the shortcuts, take, you know, take the short routes to everything. And I understand, you know, th- there are things that happen and it's like, hey, you know, you found a way to make it happen. Cool. But it's all about sustainability. You know, the maintenance, like that's just like saying I can go buy a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah, you can go buy it. But can you maintain that? Can you maintain that hundred thousand dollar car? I was like, no, you probably can't. So I'm not going to try to uh, live a reality that's only in my mind. In my mind, I can afford it. But in reality, no, I can't. No, I can't maintain that. Can I go get it? Yeah. The dream is real, but the reality is what lasts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you got to put you got to put effort into this thing. You can dream all day, but you got to you got to apply pressure to your dream. You got to apply pressure to your manifestations. Like this is this is what life is about now. Like things are changing. There are different ways that we can go about working with each other, living with each other, communicating. This is what it's about. Happiness is not only about what you have, it's about what you don't have to worry about. I'm happy that I don't have to worry about a lot of things no more. That I can have that energy and and supplement it somewhere else. If you work a regular nine to five, that means you are already working 160 hours a month. That's away from your family. Now, I understand we got to do what we got to do, but also I got to do what I got to do to make sure that I can give more, more time and more value to my family. It's nothing wrong with that. It's not that you, you're just always tired. You just give your most energetic hours to work. That's just what it is. And especially if you're not uh, eating, a, eating right, having a healthy lifestyle, then you're more tired. Like, listen, I had sleep apnea for five years. I almost died in my sleep every time I went to bed. So I, I don't have excuses. You know, I went to a sleep study. Out in Orland, Orland Park, I went to a sleep study out there. I woke up 145 times in eight hours. That's that's tough. That's tough. Like, no, you don't wake up like all my eyes are open, but my brain never went to bed. My body went to sleep, but my organs, everything was just going. So when I was sleeping eight, nine, 10, 11 hours a night and still wake up, like your brain only went to sleep for an hour. Your body was sleep for 10, but your brain was only sleep for an hour. So that starts to take its toll on you. So I had polyps in my colon. I had sleep apnea. I would bleed when I went to the bathroom. There were so many different things that was going on. It was like, yo, I want to make sure people know about this. Guys like me who look like me need to talk about these type of things. Like they're not mentioning about colonoscopies and fixing your colon. Like, no, you know, we, we lost Chadwick because of this. I mean, I'm not saying that's the reason why. No, he did. He died because of colon cancer. And if we were probably maybe if we were talking about it a little bit earlier and, you know, as a race. And I mean, as when I say we as black people, they don't tell you start worrying about your colon to about 35 or 40. Well, there it was. I was 30 years old with seven polyps in there. Six were benign and one had cancer like traits. I'm like, what is a cancer like trait? Did it have it in it or, or didn't it? 
we don't know Mr. Johnson. We're still testing it. They are still they are still testing that tumor from three years ago that was in my colon. Still, still testing it because it's a cancer like trait. I was eating the same food as everybody else, but that you know, I understand food was my coping mechanism. So I went with food. I never, I never uh, had any doubt when it came to food because like I always say food never judged me people did so I went with what made me feel good food would just listen to me and I would eat it and it may sound funny but that's where I was at that's the type of depression that I was in that food would make me feel so good that I overindulged in it it was sickening the way that it was just gluttonous it was just like this isn't this isn't you this isn't life so when I realized that that wasn't me I'm like yo I got to change something up something's got to give so them telling me I'm going to have to wear a colostomy bag, that's, that was the straw. That, that was it. I was like, nope. Mm-mm. I refuse to walk around with this, and it's something that I did to myself. Like, I, I can't live with that knowing that I did something to myself and took myself out the game. I, I just can't live with that. That's why I go so hard in everything that I do. Because if I'm going to do something, I'm going to make sure I give it my all. Because I'm just not going to have a good understanding if um, I gave something, I did something and I didn't do it my all and I, I let someone else be the result of what I got. No, I can't do that. But that's also going into teamwork and having the right type of people around you. So I, I love myself enough to have the type, the right type of people around me, the people who want to communicate. Because you don't have to have the same ideals and everything with me, but as long as we can communicate, that's what it's about. As long as we can talk, we can grow and we can build. I'm a, I, being healed now is I'm telling you not, nothing bothers me the way it used to I'm, I'm in a different headspace mentally physically emotionally the brand is I mean man clear my fitness man the brand is I'm, I'm very thankful I'm very appreciative because God is good and the things that are coming up for clear my fitness podcast clear my fitness as a brand um and a couple of subsidiaries off of it. Oh my gosh, this is, it is an amazing time because this, this type of time, I'm just, I'm just taking advantage of it. I am. I'm just going to take advantage because this is my time right now. I found my purpose and I've given my purpose power. So with that, man, just know that I love you and it's nothing that you can do about it. It's Clear Mind Fitness, baby.